In episode 12 of Blackish entitled Lemons, Dre and the family, they try to make lemonade out of lemons as they dissect the Trump win in tonight's episode. Hello, who's calling me? <laughs> Guys, join us. Join us for the Blackish After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love this song. This is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Oh, man. Wait, did you just hit that high note? That was nice. (laughs) I can't even... I I grew up listening to songs. Not not because um, I wasn't born when the song came Uh, out, but uh, my aunt, um, she left a bunch of 45s home when she moved out of the house. And this was one of them. So, like, I grew up listening to all of her old music she Word. left behind. Yeah. Wow. So, I used to listen to this on 45, all the scratches and everything. Marvin Gaye is from the neighborhood that I grew up in D.C. Specifically. Is that right? Yeah, we have a park that's right by where he, uh, like, the area. Like, I'm literally in the neighborhood that he grew oh, up in. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's still just as low income in hood as it was back then. Though. Oh, my goodness. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, guys. Welcome, welcome to our uh, episode 12 uh after buzz, after show here for Blackish. My name is Stacy. I told you never to call me here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was your husband. You heard what you said yeah, last I know, week. Right? <laughs> and um, I am here with my co host, my wonderful Renaissance friend. D, tell them where they can find you. What's up, guys? I'm D'Angelo. Uh, get my words together. I'm ready. <laughs> this episode was so heavy, I just can't even get my words yeah, together. Yeah, it was a little heavy. It was black For Blackish, it was real heavy. Yeah. But anyway, I'm D'Angelo. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Check the spelling. It's D-E-A-N-J-I-L-O. Add a TV to the end of it if it's Twitter. Find me on Instagram with the same name spelling. Stacy, where can they find you? Oh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Stacy Newsome. That's S T A C E Y. Or you can find me always in the winner's corner because even though when oh, Alabama loses, they still win. Wow. Okay, my alma mater. I gotta just keep it real. You it's know? impressive to wear that sweater <laughs> after you got embarrassed on national TV. <laughs> I know. Embarrassed? There's no embarrassment. Wait, is that man. was that a boo? No, like, that was a win. Uh, That's a win. Listen, even when we don't win, we win. Okay. okay so, always proud to uh, represent my school. Always. That was a boo, which is a very bad thing. Thank a boo. you. Thank oh, you. I, heard I cheers. thought that was a boo. I heard cheers. I'm See, sorry. Just, that's just like Alabama fans, <laughs> oblivious to reality. <laughs> Just right, like Trump. <laughs> Just like Trump. Segway. Oh, speaking of which. <laughs> hey, guys. So tonight's episode, uh, it was a little heavy because they basically dissected, um, you know, the unexpected win of Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton. And um, wasn't quite sure exactly in the, you know, the timeline where, you know, this fell. It felt like it could have been right after the election. It felt like it could have been a couple of weeks ago. They could have recorded it. Yeah, they but, had to record it. You but know. Uh, either way, I definitely reflected the sentiment of so many people people in America right now. And what I liked about the episode is that it was balanced um, in its reflection and different opinions. So what did, what did you think about this episode? Well, I mean, the first, once we realized that it was a serious episode, it reminded me of their episode last year, Hope, mm-hmm. entitled Hope. It was about the gun violence going on, mm-hmm. especially at how prevalent that was. Uh, from a media standpoint, mm-hmm. it was more prevalent. It's still, like, ongoing. Um, I enjoyed it. I like when they do that. Yeah. It it's weird because of how goofy the show gets, but I like I like the integrity they try to institute when they do that. Well, I found myself not really laughing um 
<laughs> until a good 10 minutes. I had a chuckle at the beginning, and then the rest of it, it was like watching a, a panel conversation on Where? CNN, you Where? know, with Van Jones. and <laughs> It was like basically everything that everybody ever discusses on any news program on panel, they put into the, to the mouths of these characters. Mm-hmm. So it, we didn't hear anything new in this episode, but we did get to like weigh, you know, everybody's opinions and everybody's point of view, even the point of, you know, like I felt like it was good because what I came away uh, with about this episode is that we need to hear each other. We need to really listen and hear each other. Well, and that's now, the only way we're going to be able to move forward. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, we got, we heard our la- last speech from our soon to be former president and he kind of echoed <gasps> this same thing. Yes. I know. Well, I, all yesterday, all yesterday, um, Oh, this morning and last night after the speech, everything on my Instagram feed, a bunch of Obama pictures, pictures with his family. <laughs> it just makes you want to cry a little bit. Oh, I did. Yeah, <laughs> you did. I was in a fetal position. <laughs> and it's it's oh. like it's interesting because I I can I can say like I you know I'm not the I'm not for my age I'm not super liberal, but mm-hmm. um like it's more of a connection with the, his persona mm-hmm. and who he's represent like who he's representing himself to be yes. and like re- the relatability and the fact that he's black like all of these yes. variables it's just kind of it's that idea of like he's definitely like the coolest president I've ever seen yes and it was the first one I got to vote for so that was kind of cool oh that's amazing yeah um oh Clinton, Bill Clinton was the first president I got to vote for. He was pretty um, cool. He was cool. Then, he was very cool. Yeah. He, he was, you know, as everybody says, was the first black president. Word, um, <laughs> word. We used to say that to the real first black president. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's such a contrast, though, to watch his farewell speech and then to watch the Trump press conference word. this morning to see. Did you watch the press conference no, this morning? No, I did. I heard about it, though. Yeah, to see, like, the totally different ways of communicating, just mm-hmm. the total different ways of, like, just personality. You got, you know, uh, one person who's all about, you know, just, you know, dignity and, you know, clear communication, and just an orator. And he's yeah. been basically perfect in his demeanor as yeah. a president. Like, yeah. he was picked apart so much before he was even elected. And so for him to come through uh, eight years with no scandal, mm. no scandal in his family, no scandal with his wife, no scandal in his administration, not really. Yeah. I mean, you... Compare that to what we have going into the new administration. Nothing but scandal right now. But the, and the thing is, unfortunately, and I think as a reflection of our society, he had to have been that way. Because yes, if he was just rich and on a reality show and black, <laughs> there's no way in the world. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, we don't got to get that. Re- well, what we should actually. Like, I just, I don't, like, it's just so, such a revelation of where our society in general is like, what are, um, what are Trump's credentials? Like. Yeah, uh, like it's just even if you don't even like him as a person, just look at from a politics standpoint. Money, he yeah. had money, and he was white. <laughs> like, that's yeah. all he got. Like, but that's all it took for him, you know. <laughs> right, and I mean, all that has been talked about ad nauseum in the media and, we'll and everything. Keep talking about it. It's just yeah. not gonna like. But yeah. in this episode, though, I liked how uh, they clearly showed where everybody stood on this issue. You right. know, Bo was like depressed. She's a walking billboard for NPR, <laughs> like Dre said. Uh, you know, you, then even at the office, what I was surprised about in Dre's work, uh, workplace was that <laughs> I was expecting the boss to have voted for Trump. Really? I was expecting that. I I'm think, like, what? He didn't? He I think would. a lot of people would have expected that for Blackish, and I, I think it was good. It was a nice little spin because there's definitely, like, I don't think, like, just because you're white, like, a lot of them, a lot of white conservatives didn't vote for Trump, too. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was interesting. I like, 
I like who they decided to reveal as voting for Trump yes. because that's a, and I'm, they gave the percentage too, 53% of white women voted for him, which is just so like, yeah. what? You know, yeah. so it was, uh, I like what they did in that, that the dialogue in that room was really good. Yeah, it lets you um, into the mind of maybe what some voters were thinking. I mean, a lot of that is what, um, I don't know if you watch CNN, Van Jones has uh, these uh these roundtable discussions, I think once a week now called, I can't remember what they're called, but anyway, he talks to Trump voters and find out what were they yeah. thinking when they, you know, elected him, even though some people are like, most people are like, well, you know, I don't like his behavior and I don't like him being, you know, a, you know, sexist and misogynist, but, you know, it's always yeah, that, it's but, always but. I, I voted for him. Mm-hmm. So what I liked about the show tonight is that they kind of let you into the mindset of, you know, what would make someone who says that they don't like all everything about him, but they voted for him anyway. And it's it's, it's the idea that I think, you know, uh, the boss called the people who voted for Trump nuts. Mm-hmm. It's the idea that we're kind of in a bubble living in a city. Yeah. We are surrounded by, a, you know, cities are generally more liberal yeah. uh, significantly. So there's a, an entire, and again, this is something that's been discussed, mm-hmm. but I like that they involved it in the show. Yeah. There's an entire population that we don't see on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. that, you know, it does have that, that connection to the things he said. You know what I mean? 53, what is it, 53 million people, mm-hmm. million people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, man, it was, I think it was just very thoroughly done for a show that was 25 minutes to get all of those perspectives in, get a dialogue going, and have a solution at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess the solution was we really need to listen to each other. Right. But, um, which I hope that happens in society. I hope that happens in America soon because yeah. it's like, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm frightened like Bo is as to like you know how many back steps it seems we've taken since you right. know this election and not and it's not something that just happened overnight. It's been brewing and it's been brewing over all these years and now it's just like boom, this is what we got. Um, I really would you like, say? Oh, I got you a quick question. Well, because I have, whose persona were you closest to in the in the episode? Wow. I didn't even think about that. Who did I identify most with? I'd say Dre. Dre. Okay, I yeah. was I was similar in that note. I was the same. Actually, I was just kind of like, I was kind of feeling like I was. It was just kind of the idea of, well, it's kind of been bad for us already. Like type persona. Like that's yeah. kind of how I felt, and uh, maybe not as outraged as everyone else was. Yeah. It was just a revelation. Was, it, revelation of the reality that we already yeah, knew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. I was surprised. It's probably as much as you were. Yeah. Because everybody was expecting a different outcome. Right. But as far as how, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like outrage is like well we've been outraged for a long time I, I like the discussion um, that the boss posed what's his name what's the boss's name that's a very good question yeah okay. I have no clue <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, where he when they asked yeah, why didn't blacks come out for Hillary and I love that um, that answer because I really I connected with that because I was having a conversation <clears throat> with one of my friends. She's white female. And she was like, oh, you got to get out and vote for Hillary. She's going to be, you know, the first female president. She's going to be first, first, first. And I said kind of tongue in cheek, but I meant it. I'm like, well, I've already had my first. What? <laughs> I mean, I, I had my first already, so I'm not as excited as you are. Well, the, And that was the, you know, we don't want to get too political, but that was the, kind of the thing that, you know, made her unrelatable is mm-hmm. that they were kind of like trying to, use this similar narrative with Obama and it's just yeah. kind of like, well, she's not the same like, at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not, obviously, it didn't work. Uh, but, yeah, man, it was it, it was a, 
it was a quality episode. I, I, I'm glad that you, me, and you on the same page in regards to who we yeah. thought. Yeah, <laughs> or else we was gonna have to fight. Hey, right, we, we already we already out. fought about <laughs> Alabama Clemson. I don't even care about Clemson. I just hate Alabama. So <laughs> why are you hating on Alabama? It's a it's a sports rule for me. I never like the team that's really really good all the time. Like I hate the Patriots. Why do you have to hate on excellence? I, I have root for the underdog. I love the that's underdog great. story. Well, maybe the underdog doesn't work hard enough. <laughs> In this case, Clemson did. Anyway, <laughs> I'm almost, I'm trying to figure out the boss's name. I'm on here. Oh, they don't have her on, him on Wikipedia. We will we will have that answer. Yeah. yeah, Peterson is that his name? No, I'm thinking somebody else. Uh, I don't know. I guess we shouldn't milk on that one too long. <laughs> well, I I love the quote um, that what's her name the the one, the white woman they hired back into the office. Yeah, what's her name? You what's keep name? asking me oh, names, and you, so if sorry. I don't know the boss name, uh, I guess yeah, I know. know. <laughs> uh, listen, we're so sorry. We <laughs> yeah, we gonna get y'all next time. <laughs> but um, actually, I'm, happy to see her back and how they brought her back. That was pretty funny. And I love how she said that Hillary Clinton was the Ben Carson of white women. How great of a compare! I've never thought I, about it. I like never that. thought about that yeah, either. But how great is that? <laughs> because that's probably I don't know. Well, that's probably true. That's probably how they felt about her. Well, do you think if Ben Carson had run instead of Obama eight years ago, do you think he would have won? You think well, Blacks did that come movie, out? Did his movie had come out yet? Remember his movie? His movie really put up his little popularity. Yeah, I think his movie had not come out at that yeah. point. I think post movie because I didn't know who the heck he was before. But yeah. post movie, I was like, oh, that guy's cool. And then we heard him talk. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't think he would have won because he still would have talked like that. <laughs> but no, I mean, like a lot of people did vote for Obama just because he's black, and oh, you know yeah. we all know that. So do you think? Do you think people would have come out for Ben Carson just because he's black if Obama had not won? If it had been Ben Carson instead? <sighs> By the time we would have got to the presidential election, we would have known who he was. He would have had to talk it. Like, I don't think, like, I think it was Obama being black, but other variables, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, people wasn't flocking to Ben Carson. And I don't think, like, if he was cool, like a cool black guy, people would have still flocked to him. Yeah, but nobody was talking about Ben Carson being like, you know, oh, a black guy running for president because that had already been done. That had already been talked about. I don't think it was because of that. I think it was because of the way he handled himself and the things (laughs) he said. I mean, he didn't even like, I don't know. I, that's personal opinion, but like I just don't think he just didn't have that. He didn't get to use that card, right? You know what I mean, because yeah. of how he handled himself and the things he said. Yeah, he was kind of weird. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> anyway, let's see. Oh, and then Junior's storyline where he he learned more than the first few lines of the yeah. "I Have a Dream" speech. <laughs> uh, that was really poignant to me. That um, that really resonated. Oh, this web episode just everybody was woke in this episode. I think or, America's woke now, as he said. Hopefully, I don't know. America's complaining. I don't know if it's woke yet. I think people who weren't woke before are woke. You a know, bit more I think, aware. Yeah. yeah, I think you know liberals who you know just assumed that things were going to go our way are like more woke to like wow, uh, what these what? people have a voice and they actually came out in numbers and elected a guy that nobody likes because they're trying to send a message. I mean, right. yeah, right. yeah, no, I, I mean really, <laughs> I. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about this because I did really like that. I knew we were going to talk a lot of Trump, um, but um, it was that's really poignant in uh, bringing Loris uh, Pops, his mm-hmm. character, to talk to him. I, I thought that was symbolic one because he's two generations above, and yeah. so he lived it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the aspect of kind of focusing on the, the ideas of when when um when uh excuse me when Dre when Dre's son what's his name Dre Junior. <laughs> uh, junior, junior, yeah, junior. I got that one right. All right, cool. Junior, when Junior kind of had that moment, uh, and he realized all of these excerpts that you know, Star Spangled Banger, all of these things, there was it, there was a section that we only really focus on. Yeah, and it was real because I had that moment too, especially with the "I Have a Dream" speech. It's just kind of like 
it's a level of propaganda from our education system, but also from a, I think it's a time thing too. Like there's some you can t- focus on, but so much. Um, <laughs> but I do like I like that aspect of like, hey, don't just take what you hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go and research and like get a full picture so you can figure out how you feel about it. Yeah, there is. And then, then when you do find out the truth, it does anger you yeah. without it all because there's an aspect of America where you just realize, man, this stuff is flawed like you know what i mean just highly flawed oh yeah um but that the, the optimism you, you gotta have the optimism <laughs> yeah, to get, you, you yeah you gotta turn lemons into lemonade yeah, like do. zoe did exactly and so i think that was overarching thing in um dre's speech when he was at the job mm-hmm. talking about this is how we got to handle it yes and dre jr kind of having that revelation as well when he's when he had to do the speech um even um even the daughter's her her moment mm-hmm. was kind of like oh I'm going to give love it's kind of that optimism is that's yeah. what's going to keep us moving forward yeah. I agree with that narrative I yeah. do I absolutely agree with that because you got to you got to have hope Where? you got to keep hope alive <laughs> like it Jesse sounds Jackson cheesy said. but it's true yeah Jesse yeah. Jackson had he nailed it keep hope alive <laughs> you got to say it like Jesse <laughs> <laughs> keep hope alive <laughs> all right well wow I think we have pretty much dissected an episode that dissected what's happening right now Word. So, any last thoughts, Steve? Yeah, seven days until uh, Barack Obama's not I know. I was crying <laughs> so hard yesterday. Oh, was it because we didn't win the game? Okay, anyway. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he's a good quarterback. I like Tony Deshaun. I'm glad we're talking sports on Blackish now. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, no no other thoughts. We don't do predictions anymore. Yeah. I think we'll let them know every week that we're not doing predictions yes. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, D'Angelo, where can they find you? Yo. Find me on Instagram. <laughs> I thought you forgot where they can find you for a second. I'm like, hello. <laughs> I just like that you clapped at me. Because that's something I would do. I would just go like, what you got? Anyway, so, guys, find me on Twitter and on Instagram. My name is D'Angelo. Check the spelling, all right? D-E-A-N-J-I-L-O. That's for Instagram. Add a TV at the end of that for Twitter. Get at me. Where can they find you, Stacey? They can find... Oh, y'all can find me. Y'all. Y'all. Uh, <laughs> you guys can find me, <clears throat> excuse me, on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at the Stacey Newsom, S-T-A-C-E-Y. And also, guys, I have a podcast. Yes. Uh, you can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, and uh, that other one, uh, Stitcher. Yes, my podcast is called Girl... You won't believe what my husband said this time. <laughs> I love that time. And of course, you can find us at After Buzz on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. So, guys, we'll see you next week. Uh, you, you you looking forward to next week? I'm, I cannot wait to see you again next week. Oh, That's the too. highlight. Aw, yeah. you're anyway. so sweet. <laughs> love, love across the table. Love. <laughs> Thanks, right, guys. guys. See you guys later. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 